podcast from the Colorado Children's Campaign that explores issues that impact Colorado kids and families. I'm your host, Beza Tedes. Welcome to another episode of The West Steps. In this mini-series, we are talking all about child care and the new um, child, child, uh, Childhood State Department. And I am really excited for this conversation today, and we're going to talk about home visiting um, and new topic for The West Steps. But before we start, I'm going to let our guests introduce themselves. And uh, Melanie, would you like to start? Sure. Uh, My name is Melanie Collier, and I am the hippie coordinator at Spring Institute for Intercultural Learning. Um, Hippie stands for home instruction for parents of preschool youngsters. Um, It's a home visiting program, and it's the second, we're just starting our second year of hippie at Spring Institute. Great. (laughs) Yeah, it's a really great program. Katja is one of our home visitors, so I'll tell you about herself. Okay. Hey, my name is Katra Egal. I'm one of the Spring Institute Hebe home visitor. I've been doing this program about one year, and I really like it. It's a nice program for parents to prepare for their kids to go preschool next year. Okay. Uh, thank you for both of you for being here and for, um, for willing to spend time talking a little bit about this program. So for those who are not sure about the distinction, how does home visiting differ from other childcare settings and what makes it unique? Um, home visiting, uh, this program is really completely different from like <clears throat> daycare because what we do is different from daycares. Daycares is their job is to watch the kid and children and taking care of the children, how to uh, feeding and reading, playing, all those kind. But ours is completely different. What we do is we are a home visitor and what we do is every week, we have a <coughs> role play that we practice, we prepare before we visit the family's home. And what we do is one person is pretending to be the the parent and the other person is pretending to be a home visit. And then we do our play play role and we prepare everything before we go home. And when we go home, we do those things that we prepare with the mother and the mother is the teacher who's going to teach her child how to read and write and how to hold the pen and how to do all those things so that we do the, the play role with the mom so mother can help the child and do uh, homework and things like that. We take like a package every week and we have a book every Four weeks, we have a new book and everything is free. We have a lot of a lot of things to prepare, like backpacks, pens. It's like the child is going to preschool at home. So we get all those things for free and the mother has to do it. But we our job is to show the mother how to work with the child. Excellent. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, like hippie is is designed to support the parent as the child's teacher. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oftentimes children can be in a traditional child care setting. They can be in preschool um, and still be enrolled in hippie. Mm-hmm. Um, one is not exclusive of, of the other, so to speak. But hippie um, is such that, it, you know, we support the parent so that like the curriculum is is delivered in the family's home language. Um, most of, well, all of our home visitors are, you know, familiar with the community that the family comes from. Um, Katra is, in addition to being a home visitor, she's also has another job where she's like a resource navigator for the community. Um, and so it's just a, you know, it's a unique program because we support that parent in the role as the child's educator. Mm-hmm. And we show them how they can use what they have at home to deliver preschool lessons to their child. And then by the time the child reaches age five and goes to kindergarten, they'll have the same knowledge base, the same skill set as a child that spent, you know, three years in a traditional like preschool classroom or, or daycare kind of classroom. Yeah. But it preserves their language, it preserves the culture, and supports the parent. Yeah, which is, I really love that about a hippie. That's that's amazing. Um, I guess that's kind of my um, next question. It seems that home visiting is truly catered in a family setting where the um, support is not just um, the kid, or it's not just the fam- the mom or the dad, but it's the the idea of, of the family unit with the cultural, with the language background. Can you say a little bit more about that? Like how many families are served by this and 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 what are some of the languages that your home visiting um, uh, 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 providers have on hand? Um, uh, well, hippie is, is oversight uh, is done by an office called Parent Possible. They administer hippie for the whole state of Colorado. So I think there's seven sites across the state that deliver hippie. Um, most of the programs are delivered in either English or Spanish. Um, last year, the state of Colorado served 874 guardians in hippie and 971 children across the state. Um, our program, like I said, is, is really in its infancy. Last year was our first year. And last year we served 38 families at Spring Institute with 46 children. So the languages that we deliver at our program are Somali, Swahili, uh, and Burmese right now. Um, We also are contemplating uh, branching out into the Afghani community. Um, We know that so far there's going to be about a hundred, about a thousand, excuse me, a thousand families that are gonna be um, relocated to Colorado from Afghanistan. Um, And so we're, we're really thinking about bringing on a fourth home visitor that can work with some of those families as well. 
Um, and that's the, the nuance of our program. Um, the only other program in Colorado that serves the languages that we do is a program in Weld County. Um, and, and that's interesting because a lot of the, particularly the Burmese community in Denver work in Weld County. Um, and so we have a little bit of kinship with, with that program as well. They've been around a lot longer than we have. So um, I connect with their coordinator a lot. All of the hippie materials are in English and Spanish. And so for us, that's why our Monday, we meet every Monday to prepare to deliver a packet of preschool learning activities to the family. And so we have to meet as a team so that the ladies can, can interpret the, the activity so that we can talk about, you know, the cultural aspects of our families and how, you know, they can tweak the activity to be more culturally appropriate for them um, and stuff like that. Yeah. That, that's, um, that's amazing. Uh, I'm just blown away by how deeply rich um, you think about the families and, and, um, and what this means for the cultural heritage and the respect and the, the competency. Um, it's a beautiful thing to see. And Katra, I, I wonder if you can talk a little bit about that experience of like sharing culturally sensitive material with families. What is that like? Oh, it's it's really good because we do every we meet every week and we prepare with our language, with, with the language that our family speaks. And we try, for example, if the mother uh, doesn't speak that much English or she doesn't know how to read, we have to try to make the mother to understand the story in the language that the parents understands. So we do a lot of that by practicing because the book is written in English, the package is in English, and this person doesn't speak English or read. So that's the hardest part that we try ourselves to make it easy for the parents to understand and the parent to do for the child. That's amazing. Um, so I, I wonder if you can talk to us a little bit about if you've been involved in the transition process for the new State Department for ch Early Childhood. And I wonder what, what your involvement was like and what that experience was like. So we at Spring Institute, we have a policy advocate on staff. Her name is Katira Ahm, um, and she meets with, you know, all of the stakeholders. She meets with legislators um, about transitioning our programs like Hippie into the definition of universal preschool and put it under the off the umbrella of the, the Office of Early Childhood, the new state office. So there's like meetings on a quite regular basis, not only with our policy advocate, but folks all over the state um, are involved in this conversation. And, you know, personally, you know, I'm a native of Colorado. I'm a native of Denver and I'm a person of color and I'm very concerned about you know, children, particularly children of color falling between the gaps 
especially in this COVID world that we're living in, you know, our families, you know, they can't afford tutors and private schools and things such as that. A lot of them don't have transportation and they have just many, many challenges. Um, and to me, it's a no brainer that home visitation falls under universal preschool. I mean, if we're the the objective is to give the child the skill set. So when they walk into a kindergarten classroom, they're not behind. And, you know, kindergarten teachers are very familiar with hippie, hippie and they know hippie children go to kindergarten already knowing how to read. They go to kindergarten knowing how to count, how to write their names and all of that, you know. Um, and so we're we are really fighting hard. Katira is an amazing advocate. She at every every single meeting that she goes to, she always raises her voice and brings the conversation back to the demographic that we're serving. You know, Denver and Colorado in general is is just becoming more and more of a melting pot, you know, and we have cultures from all over the world that live in this, in this city, in this state. Um, and it would just, we would be derelict in our responsibilities as adults, as you know, I'm not trying to get on a soapbox, but to me, that's our obligation is to educate the youngest children because you just don't know these, these babies, <laughs> there could be, you know, the next president is in there. There's there's a there's a cure for cancer. There's some scientists in those apartments that we go into. Um, and so that's what, you know, drives me to do the work every day. Yeah, that's that's a, that's amazing. I think, you know, you touch on a really important um, idea that um, child care and what we think of universal preschool is like this. Um, it's not one one blanket fits all, right? Like that there mm -hmm. there have to be a place for a program like Hippie, which first of all I love that name so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that there there has to be a space for really meeting families where they are, because often the circumstances they are in are not the making of their own, but rather these systemic factors like the lack of transportation, um, a lot a lack of high quality education for the parents themselves that separate children into different categories. And, and I think you raise a really important idea that Colorado has this very exciting opportunity to, um, to create a program that fits families where they are and really sees the kids as who they are. As somebody who uh, English is not her first language, it is beautiful mm -hmm. to have the opportunity to be talking to with your mother, your mother tongue. And it's it's respectful. It's very um, human. So to hear that, you know, our youngest Coloradans are having that opportunity is really um, encouraging thing to hear. Um, I wonder if you can talk about some of uh, you mentioned this already and you both can add here about some of the things that you want to make sure that not just elected officials, not just parents, but also other type of childcare providers really hear about home visiting, what makes it unique and 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 why you think this isn't, it shouldn't be just two providers of this program, but it should be 
are really embedded into the fabric of um, early childhood in Colorado. What are what makes it different? If you can speak to that, quite um, I really appreciate that. Um, well, well, what makes home visiting different and unique is that you, it supports the parent. You know, I think that in traditional, so to speak, educa- young, uh, early education systems, the focus is on just teaching the child. The parent's not there. We, we, the teacher teaches the child and then they go home. The teacher doesn't have too much to say to the parent. They pick up their child, they go home and do what they do. You know, but this this program, Hippie, and there's also another home visitation program in Colorado called Parents as Teachers. Um, and, and I've never worked with PAT, but it it out it is out there and it's different from Hippie, but I don't really know how. Um, but the point is that those the home visitation programs focus on the parent, not the child, because the parent regardless of what school you enroll your child in, they will succeed or fail based upon the involvement of their parent. You know, I mean, your child can go to a private school, you pay millions of dollars and they can still flunk out. You know, if you don't support, if the parent doesn't support them, you know? And so I think that what's really beautiful about Spring Institute and our program is that Spring Institute's been around for over 20 years, providing services to immigrant and refugee families, right? Um, So they have a, a really entrenched adult education department. They have citizenship classes. You know, there's medical, they can link up with medical providers and, you know, just a vast array of services for immigrant and refugee families. But Hippie came in just recently. And so we have this opportunity to educate parents to, through Hippie, Katra can tell you, parents are learning how to read English by through their home visitors and by reading the children's books through hippie by by first we teach them how to picture read i you love know, that so much you I love recognize that so much. a few yeah you recognize yeah. a few letters and before you know it you're putting words together parents are learning how to read and and it's our intent that when these parents enroll these children in school, in traditional American school, our parents will be equipped to walk up to the teacher on the first day, introduce themselves and tell them, I'm your co-teacher. You know, if you have a question or a concern about my child, I, I wanna have a conference. You know, and I'll let you know what I'm working on at home so that you can mirror my lesson plan at school. That's that's the objective. So that's there amazing. it is. That's amazing. <laughs> and Katra, yeah. anything you want to add? Yeah, as Melanie say, that's true. When we go to the parents and they see the book, how easy they say this is also good for me. It helps me to learn English, how to read. 
And also with, with, with this program, also it's good for the mother and the kids because these days kids are on, on the technology like playing on the phone, games and TV. But this is helping the mom to make a time for the child to do their homework, to write, to read, to do activity. We have a lot of activity that also it, 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 they, they learn from the TV also. And also it helps the child how to hold the pencil, how to turn the page, how to identify, identify the, the letter, not only singing A, B, C, D, but they tell you this is H, this is C, this is what. I have seen a lot of kids who only know how to sing ABC, but they cannot tell if this letter is E or F when you show. So we have like a play mat. We take to them and we ask what, the, what letter is this? And they tell you, but before they only know how to sing. So this program is helping them also to identify the number, the letter, the songs, the activity that also they have seen on the TV. So they keep all the time holding their books and pencil to practice rather than playing games and having telephone all day long playing games. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I'm, uh, it's just, this warms my heart so much. Um, I, I also love the Spring Institute because I volunteered in their adult teaching program uh, for a couple of years when I first moved mm -hmm. to Denver. Um, I taught, um, evening classes with another co-teacher. So I'm glad yeah. to see that like now it's the whole family and, and it's, this is really rewarding. Um, I just want to say thank you for your time. And I want to give you the opportunity to add anything else uh, we may not have touched on um, before we close, but what you're doing is incredible for Colorado kids and families and your continual advocacy for home visiting as part of the um, universal preschool program and what this means for families, especially for our newest Coloradans. Um, this feels very exciting. Anything else you would like to add? Um, I mean, I guess just to wrap it up, I just, you know, want to say that our program, Hippie at Spring Institute in particular, you know, it's our objective to mitigate the barriers and challenges that immigrant and refugee families face. And I mean, you know, I'm a parent. And if, if your child is not secure and thriving and growing and learning, then parents, you can't do anything. You know, like yeah. you yeah. have to be confident that your children are safe and that they're educated and they know how to handle conflict and stuff like that. And, you know, this program offers them a way to start that at, at home from infancy, you know, learning starts as soon as the baby gets here. We don't yeah. wait. Yeah. You don't wait until they turn five to start teaching them stuff. Yeah. So amazing. Catherine, yeah. anything you would like to add? Yeah, this is a good program for parents. Maybe those people who are out there and don't know, they can try. It's free and we provide everything. So it, it, it's going to help the child when they go through preschool. They already know what to do. They already know how to write their names. They already know how to say the numbers. So it's a good program. You have opportunity to do it anytime you want. If you don't want it, you can quit anytime you want it. And it's free. 
we are telling everybody to welcome and try. Great, we'll put information about how to get involved with the program in the show notes for those of you who are interested. And thank you again so much for your time. And uh, if I hope that this is not the last time we talk and you're always welcome on the West Steps. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. The West Steps is a production of the Colorado Children's Campaign. If you want to support our work, go to coloradokids.org. Fun fact, you can also find out Erica's pet peeves on her profile page on our website. Please don't do that.